0: Father Kevin Fife. I am the curate of All Saints Anglican Parish here in Wilmington, North Carolina, a parish of the Anglican province of America. The third of the last words of Jesus comes from the 19th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, verses 25 to 27. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple standing by whom he loved, he said unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. Woman, behold thy son. Behold thy mother. If Jesus is Mary's son, and he tells her that now his beloved disciple, St. John, is her son, what does that mean for us? If John is the beloved disciple, what does it mean for us that Christ says to him, Behold thy mother. Well, because we have been made members of Christ's body, the church, by our baptism, we are thereby spiritual children of the one who bore his body in her womb. This is not to say that Mary is somehow more than human or equal to God, but to recognize the implications of the Incarnation. The glorious mystery that God became man, really, through a human mother, like the angel Gabriel announcing to Mary that she would bring forth a son and that he would save us from our sin, that very son announces to her from the cross of our salvation, Behold thy Son, a second annunciation. By his incarnation, Jesus is our brother in our shared humanity. So may we regard his mother as ours too, by faith. In Hebrews chapter 2, it says of Jesus that he is not ashamed to call them brethren. And in Romans chapter 8, St. Paul refers to our Lord as the firstborn among many brethren. Because we are not just a religious association, but a brotherhood. We are not just part of a club, but the household of faith. We are not merely an organization, but an organism, the body of Christ, a living body. We are not just a group of individuals united by some shared interest, but a family very often in the writings of the early church fathers, St. Mary is contrasted with Eve. Because Eve took the fruit from the forbidden tree for herself, resulting in our deprivation, whereas Mary gave the very fruit of her womb to die on the tree for our redemption. We know that Mary's holiness and purity are gifts from God. They do not belong to her by right, But we also adore God's glory by so greatly magnifying a humble woman, a human mother who bore him in her womb. And despite being this holy vessel, she says, my soul doth magnify the Lord. It all points to God, but the vessels and instruments he uses are never to be disregarded. All generations shall call me blessed. And this the Church has done since the very beginning, knowing that when we do magnify Our Lady, we magnify God all the more for the miraculous, glorious work He does through us. This Holy Week, as we contemplate even more intensely our Lord's precious death and passion, also contemplate the passion of the Blessed Virgin, who allowed as we should seek to allow the word of God to be conceived in her, to grow in her and to be born through her. She stood watch at the cross of her son in sorrowful but perfect faith. May we do the same. The Blessed Virgin is the first Christian. She is the first to bear Christ and the first to embrace him. She is the first to consider his words to hold them in her heart and obey them. She stood at the cross of her son as he offered his life for the life of the world. Let us stand beside her, amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, amen.